Well, I'm very happy today. I've just been madly hoovering in preparation because my singing teacher's coming for tea. How exciting is that? That's Kate Lynch. And she has been my choir master, mistress, for nearly 10 years now. I'm part of a, a lovely social group, community choir in Cheddar. But Kate, I know, has quite a long history with music. She's very much one of the main orchestrators for all the schools in the local area. So I'm sure she'll have some interesting stories to tell us, including her work with Draycott. So I'm just finishing a little bit of dusting and then I'm going to sit down with Kate. Oh, is that you, Kate? Oh, sorry. It's a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a stiff gate. It. Oh, well done, you did. Hello. Did you manage to find a little parking space out oh, the front? Oh, beautifully alive. I brought the right car for parking and a little parking space oh, just Oh, well, rather front. than bringing your Porsche or your Rolls. I wish. I wish. Very <laughs> lovely to see you. And you, my love. Great, you're going to come and have a chat with me? I'm not. We're not going to make me sing the whole I'm thing, gonna are you? you? I'm going to make, make you sing. <laughs> operatic for the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to make you sing the whole interview. <laughs> That's all right, then. No, yeah. but I have actually cleaned my flat, so you're very welcome. <gasps> Fantastic. Anyway, come up. It'll Excellent. be full of, It'll be full of dogs. Oh, never mind. But follow me this way. Well, here I am. I'm very excited. I told my listeners before you arrived, Kate, that I was throwing a hoover around the floor. Ooh. Yes, indeed, in your honour, because you are my singing teacher. And, and you had a, to clean the house? I had to clean that. Well, I, I don't think I've had a teacher in my house since I was at school, so there was a sense of excitement. <laughs> And, and, and potentially, you know, I wanted to impress my teacher. Well, I am very impressed that the house listeners is just spotless. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So before we go any further, I'd love to introduce you to our Draycott podcast listeners, which is a growing family now, I'm happy to say. Now we're on all platforms. You are the very lovely Kate Lynch. Welcome to Draycott. Thank Files. you. Thank you for giving us your time. And Kate, you are among many other wonderful things. You are my choir teacher. I am, yes. And we first met 10 years ago. It, yeah, it probably is coming up to as long as that, yes, I think. I think it is. And our choir, I, I know we're, we're going through a bit of a transition at the moment, but we'll talk about that at the end. But it, we were at Kings of Wessex, weren't we? We were Cheddar Valley Voices. Cheddar Valley Voices. And very wonderful it was too. Uh, I still now remember the first <laughs> which we shall talk about a little bit later. But anyway, 10 years on. We still love it, Kate, and we love singing with you. And it's lovely that you've given us the time today, but... When you're standing up there, being very kind to us and, and trying to get something out of us all, I often wonder a little bit about you and about your history and how you first came to this area. I know that you live in Axbridge, but I know that there is a thread through the Draycott theme. So would you just tell our listeners how you arrived here? <laughs> how I arrived here? Well, you're right, I, I currently live in Axbridge. Although, if things had turned out differently, as fate had been differently, I would have been a Draycott resident. Because when I first tried to move back to Somerset, having been here as a teenager, my children started at Draycott First School. 
we were intending to move into Draycott. We put offers in on two properties, actually, that unfortunately the owners changed their mind and decided not to sell, but by which time we were sort of established here. And then a house came up in Axbridge, so we hot-footed it over to Axbridge instead of moving to Draycott. But if things had been differently, we could almost have been neighbours. You could have almost been neighbours, and uh, I would have had to do a lot more dusting, a lot more regularly. Absolutely. So in a way, it's quite good. (laughs) But your parents, though, they still live quite close by, don't they? They live in Westbury Submendit now. So yes, I am always travelling through Draycott, either on my way to Westbury or usually on my way to Wells. I do a lot of Wells visiting. You do. You're a very, very busy woman. And we shall find out all about that in a minute because I know that you're you're like a little musical dart (laughs) firing around the Somerset (laughs) County. I got a great image of that. I'm going but to. But I feel like ought to have a, you know, sort of a, a sort of rubber-tipped end rather than a spiky. <laughs> For sure, definitely rubber, definitely rubber-tipped. But Kate, how did your music thing? How did the whole music thing start? I mean, were you? Did you come out of your into this world playing a recorder? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that image. Yes. Did you notice I had to slightly? <laughs> Slightly changed it halfway through because it was getting a little bit unpleasant. But how did you enter the world? Were you musical from the second you spoke or sang? No, I don't think I don't I don't think I sort of came out singing um, or anything like that. Music was encouraged. I learned the piano. I started to learn the clarinet as well. I, I have early memories of being one of those recorder players on London's Burning. And I always loved singing. But it wasn't really until my teens when I started actually having singing lessons as such so I'd always had an interest in music and my brother less so actually my brother sort of started off and then went off and uh, away from the, a musical idea and I particularly like the performing so as a, a young child I got very much into amateur dramatics because that's what my parents were part of a local theatre and I think it's that thread that sort of has kept my singing and performing going from from then up until where I am now. But? There's a big but, isn't there? Yes. You did a history degree. Yes. So yes. How, how did that work? This then? is where there's a sort of a sharp intake of breath, isn't there, from everybody really? listening going... Including <gasps> Henry VIII. Yes, because they'd assumed... Yes. I did a history degree because when I I finished my A-levels, that's what I had an interest in. And you were educated at Kings of and Wessex. I was edu- yes, I am a, a, a Kings of Wessex alumni, if that's how we oh. say it. Alumni. Alum- Alum- what does that Alum- mean? Okay. I think I'd just say I'm an ex-Kings of Wessex pupil. We just do <laughs> We'll just go with that. And so I went off to do a history degree at Exeter. And again, was still singing and, and enjoying music there. And then I got to the end of my degree and thought, what do I really want to, to do? And I'd always had a hankering towards teaching, despite lots of people <laughs> saying, oh, no, don't want to go into teaching. Um, so I went off and trained as a primary school teacher. And that's how I started my career, really. And it's... It's only through that, through being a primary school teacher, that I first sort of started to dip my toe into this idea of leading singing. I started off as a sort of an NQT and was encouraged to take an over NQT. the choir. A newly qualified teacher. Oh, OK. So we come back. So we're now in Somerset. So we're in Somerset and within six months, yes, I found myself working for both North Somerset Music Service and Somerset music service which was tricky for a bit of time being split between two and again became involved in running the choir a newly set up choir in North Somerset 
music service and running workshops for them more recorders actually then um, I kept the recorders going and um, you've been mainly up to now uh, sort of teaching little people. Yes. I call them little people because I've never had children and I, I'm not a grandmother, so I just see them as small humans. Well, yes, although sometimes compared to me, they're not that little, really. <laughs> so well, rapidly yes, growing got, people. Um, Kate and I are both fairly sh- Vertically short. challenged? Yes, thank Vertically you. challenged. Thank you, thank you. And actually, apparently, I'm shrinking, but that's another story. Oh, do you know, once somebody said that to me at school when I left, when I left sixth form and yeah. we were writing in, you know, sometimes you get these books and people write comments and somebody and I cannot remember who but they said um, as we get older we shrink just think soon you'll disappear altogether yeah well we haven't <laughs> got far to go no, have we, really? no. which is good because if you start at six foot then you know it's a long crumbling process it is. for you and I we just bend our knees and it's all over well, yeah <laughs> well let's move on and be slightly more positive <laughs> so up to now it's been primary that you've been teaching would that be right yes mainly and then within Somerset Music I ended up working for them and I I had three years as a job of being vocal coordinator, going and leading, again, workshops, uh, working with teachers on on how to deliver quality singing. And within that, that sort of expanded into secondary as as well. Oh, okay. Working with, with them. And then through them, 10 years ago, or 11 years ago this September, I set up Cheddar Valley Voices, Yay. which is where we start coming around. But initially it was just a children's one. Oh, was it? So it was set up as part of the Cheddar Valley Music Club oh. because they had a brass band and they had a string group and they had a percussion group, but no, no choir. So I sort of oh. saw an opening and thought, actually, no, I'd like to do that. So I started off with a smallish choir of children aged eight and above. And gradually as that grew, the need came, the need arose really for there needing to be a separate sort of teenage girls, teenage and particularly teenage boys group because some of the lads were, as they approached that tricky time of voice change, were starting to maybe be turned off singing. So I was really keen to keep them involved. So I set up a separate lads group and a separate teenage group. And then all along from the early years, I'd had various parents going, we want to do some singing too. So so I set up the adults one as well to, you know, just mainly to to quell all those um, requests from people. Well, indeed. And I was one of those those people, Kate, because we were talking, weren't we? And we had a cup of tea earlier on. And it was around the time there were lots of programs on television rock about rock choirs when there yes. was very much a genre on TV, um, and also there was just the birth of Gareth. Well, I say the birth of well, Gareth. Yeah. I think, I think he'd, be, <laughs> he'd be very, he'd be very flattered. <laughs> that I'm quite talented to only be 10 and doing what he's doing. No, what I mean is the birth of the talent of uh, Gareth Malone. And there was quite a group of us in the village of Draycott who were saying, oh, we'd, you know, we'd talk about the programme. I said, we'd love to sing. And then one of my friends said, oh, of course, you see, not being a mother or a grandmother, I'd never come across you, whereas obviously everybody in the educational side knew yeah. very well. And they said, well, Kate Lynch is thinking of starting an adult choir and you put out an email and I responded. And I'd like to say, <laughs> say that we never looked back, but just before we move on to, to the other guy, I just want to tell you about the first day. So we all turned up at the Kings of Wessex in the in the music room and you were so sweet and you stood in front of us and remembering that none of us, and we were a mixture of ages, 
uh, but all adults. None of us had opened our mouths, well, very few of us, to sing. And I think we all have mixtures of feeling quite sick, unwell, There's terrified. a real feeling of the unknown, isn't oh, there? Oh, massive. And it must have been for you looking at us too. But And it didn't happen the first time. <laughs> it took us quite a while. But I can say as one of the founder members that, that, that what it has, has given me, especially, you know, with now with challenges of sight loss, uh, that, that singing on a on a Monday Monday evening is is just just magnificent. But Kate, I just wanted to say before we went on to that, because of course we can all go on and on about how the the wonders of singing and and indeed we, we could, will. Yeah, yeah. But what is it like for you? I mean, it makes me giggle when we're sitting there because even though we're adults, of course, the one thing they never tell you is you never stop being a child in your no. head. And particularly when you get a group of adults <sighs> together. And I mean, we have men now, which is great now, but we are predominantly women, aren't we? We are, yes. Which is dreadful for, for just chatting, really. <laughs> and I do, you have a reputation of being an excellent teacher, but I oh, also know you. that you're firm and fair. And how do you hold back from not saying, right. Elsie, you go and stand in the corner. <laughs> Tiggy, until you know how to behave, I want you to leave this music room. Go, how? Because I do see every now and then, I do see a glint of your eyes and I can see the teacher coming out and I can see yourself going, no. But I think it does. Don't, don't you? Every, every so occasionally, I think I do go into to fake, fake pretend teacher and, and, and do address you maybe, but in a jokingly way, you know, not, not seriously, as, uh, you know, come along class, well, I'm going to all get you to put your hand up in a minute if we're not going to pay attention. And, because I, you've, it's got to be fun. You are all there voluntarily. You know, you're all there voluntarily. So, and the idea is you all are there, you know, to sing, but you nobody wants to be forced into that sense of singing so you know. yeah but you must Kate have day bad days or you've had a really tiring day oh or, yeah I, you know I can't lie and say that I come home from ev absolutely every rehearsal <laughs> feeling you motivated know, feeling motivated but I you know I think that's that's life but in I mean, general isn't it what I meant by that was there must be times when you just look at us and go would you just all just shut up and sing <laughs> actually what you're very good at I notice your technique because I do it in filming as well is that actually you just start you just start singing and then we all kind of go oh, 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 oh god yeah. Yeah. and then we put our down our handbags and then we start singing and I used to do this when I used to be working with film crews is that trying to get everybody especially when you're abroad and you're doing the survival stuff trying to get a group of men into four Land Rovers to go filming they talk more than women mainly about their knives and the only way I could do it was just to get the first Land Rover which obviously I was in to start moving and then everybody and then everyone yeah. would leave in Land Rover again and I think that's your technique isn't it well just I'm going to begin and you, you lot can join me if you so wish People are not there deliberately being a disruptive. You know, you're not not a group of uh, really unruly teenagers who, you know, no, no asbo has it's, been. It's you. Your natural inclination is, you know, mm. oh, you particularly. That's. I mean, it's a social side, isn't it? As well, Kate. Well, okay, I mean, it's your thoughts because we're loving it. You know, and we like. And actually, the group there, we probably don't. Most of us, you know, obviously, we some of us are friends, but most of us don't see each other from week to week. And it's just, it's just. I think, uh, as a human, which I am, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was when I last looked. It's just joyous to come together with a group of like-minded people mm -hmm. 
who just want to have fun and make a noise. And I love your teaching because some, some people in the class read music, some people don't for obvious reasons, I can't. You're always very good because you give me blow up words. And actually I notice a lot of people look over my shoulder. I think a lot of other people- oh, Do I need to do that for more people I think, now? I think I more people would love it. Increase the font size on my word sheet. Okay, Julie notice. I'm always thinking Belinda looking over my shoulder, <laughs> but I'm not dobbing you in Belinda. But you know, there's several things which I love about that, that you managed to get a group of people of, of various abilities to do that and also uh, one of the things we were talking about earlier was that we all came with preconceptions I think we all thought we were just going to sing Beatles songs or Meatloaf <laughs> I don't well, know do we haven't done any of that we haven't done any, any Beatles songs I wouldn't mind doing a meat, Meatloaf song but actually we do a really lovely eclectic mix including you've introduced us to is it called new world music well what yeah I mean my big big love is music from Africa Although you you saying that I've I've done an eclectic mix, I I personally just feel that's really really important. And when people say to me, you know, what what does your choir sing? I say we we really try and cover a range. And for some people, it might not be quite their thing. For others, I think it introduces them to a different style of singing that they may not have come across before, and that maybe they then absolutely love. As long as over the year I have mainly done songs that, or we've covered songs that people have enjoyed, then then I'm happy. And I, I know that there are some that will say, mm, that one wasn't, I didn't quite enjoy that one as much. Sorry, going back to the, the world and African, the African music in particular I think is so useful for community choirs because it's so easily accessible. It's usually one songs that I can teach just by orally singing at you and although there might occasionally be some interesting words to get our um, our tongues around the harmonies have a sort of natural feeling to them and it's very easy to set up a fantastic sounding song that that you can get sort of instant gratification well it's sort of almost like not chanting as such because it's more melodious but there is that slight sense we were talking about that that Native American one that I love yeah uh, what was that called <laughs> my long wing feathers as mm. I fly that one it's three different Native American songs or partner songs that you can fit together and sing over that's right and we do it in several parts and therefore it's very repetitive but in a very beautiful sort of way. And I think it's very lovely and calming. But it is funny when we do do some, some of those songs and you say the words to us, we must look like a load of blank sheep. Going, what? What? And everyone goes, have you went down with your I don't know. Has she sent it to me? I don't know. Just just look like we know what we're doing or fumble through it. So, but you do pick it up. Yeah, and, you do. And, and I think, again, I think it's getting that balance of having those songs that are easier to pick up mm. and maybe those other songs that we will take longer. So more of a challenge for us, particularly if we're working in sort of three-part harmony. And, and that's all, yeah, about giving different experiences mm. and, and, yeah, making everything fun. But the, I, I have always loved the African. Of course, we're always sets that extra challenge to you lovely people is when I decide to do some body percussion. At the s- <laughs> Tiggy's shaking her head at this point. It is. <laughs> no, case. I have my head in my hands. She does this to us, listeners. We just about get our head around a song or a whatever. And, and, and then she starts putting in clicking or sometimes stepping. Step, I know. How dare I step and a you clap and, s- you a step step and, a, and a step and a clap. And then it's when it goes terribly badly wrong and we all, it ends up like a, just a car crash. It's terribly funny. Because the, the silly thing is, if I'm here at my own, especially when I've had a glass of wine, I kind of can 
shape my booty. And I think I'm quite good. Put me in a group of people and trying to do it at the same. I even get to dance classes. You're going to say, can I stand with a group of women, sing a song and also just do the odd clap and step? No. But it's so good for everyone's musicality. And you were saying everyone descends into laughter, actually. Mm. That is so good for yes, AS and for so when I do it at the start of a, a session, I I'm not mm. they're looking for absolute perfection. I'm looking for people Can having I tell a the go. rest of the group that because they don't <laughs> No shh, make it a secret. No, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect. <laughs> well, I said to you earlier, didn't I? There's a group of us who come from Drake coming over to King's Wessex Cheddar, and we all get in the car, and it's a wet Monday night. We go, oh, do we really, you know, really need to, one of us has got a cold or whatever. We all get in the car. When we come back from singing, the, the mood in the car is like we've been to the pub and had a gin and tonic, mm. but no alcohol has been imbibed. And that's, that's so lovely a great to hear. Feeling. Yeah. But it's a great feeling. And we get really giggly and silly and oh, the endless sort of silly jokes we tell each other we think are very funny at the time to be with him and just as much as that. But keep moving on slightly. I know from chats I've had with you that you also are now being asked to do spoken word as well as the singing word. Am I right that you've been asked to help priests who are going through ordainship or are going to become ordained into how they can basically use their voices in the best possible way in church. Is yes, that right? Yes, you are right, yes. And there's another one of these roles that I've just sort of fallen into. My official title, and I think it's about the only job I have an official title for, is a Herbert Trust Consultant. I've never, oh, I I've love I've never been that. a consultant before in my life, so I... I Say yeah. it again. A Herbert Trust Consultant. I want to be one. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does, but what is it? So I I think the story is that there was a Bishop Herbert and he left some money in in his will to fund the training of... um, I work with uh, Year 2 curates, which they've had a little bit. It varies what work they've had Mm. on vocal delivery. And yes, I just got approached and asked whether I would sort of join the team. There are a couple of us... And it involves uh, delivering a workshop to said curates, really getting them to think. I have to be very careful not to teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Lots of them are aware of certain things, but I always approach it as a sort of food for thought workshop. And I'll talk about the science behind the use you of the voice. You did say that you do go in and forget yourself sometimes and go, right, now when you're talking to your audience, love it, yes. you need to be aware. Yeah. And they go, it's oh, the, goodness me, sorry. It's the theatre person in me, isn't it? That Yeah, I have had to really try and adapt my vocabulary so that I refer to the congregation. It's a congregation, you it's not the audience. You cannot take the showgirl out of no, you, Kate. No, it's, it's there. They humoured me for the first couple of times. In all joking aside, it is. It, it, it is, is and theater. I have said to them that you know you are you are not necessarily always standing up there as yourself. So the workshop covers the pace of delivery and the intonation and the clarity, and so what it, we really discuss what makes a good speaker. And then after that, I go and visit a few of them in situ. Do you go in covertly? Do you go in as a mourner or a wedding? <laughs> well, I, somebody who, I did uh, wonder a, if a I ought to go guess. in disguise and a false oh, moustache. Yes. I think you should go in as a, a Gregorian monk. <laughs> well, I feel I sort of stand out anywhere. I mean, everywhere I've been You're have pretty been short, incredibly Kate. welcoming. But there is always that sense of, oh, here comes a new member of the congregation 
excellent we can get you to join and I always sort of whoever <laughs> greets me at the door I have to say I am just here for today some people are aware so sometimes the curates have said oh we're expecting Kate to come in and I, I join in enthusiastically with the singing. That always gives me away a little bit because <laughs> there are other members She's of the good. congregation going, oh, somebody's coming along and singing. So I always join in very enthusiastically with the singing and then take notes and write a report and, if need be, recommend further training. Do you, When you get carols in, at Christmas with your family, do you ever embarrass your family by singing all the parts of all the carols? Yes, I I'm having a very lovely cup of tea with my music teacher, <laughs> Kate Lynch. Hello. Hello, Kate Lynch. Uh, we're still here. So anyway, we've, we've come back. We had, a little, uh, we had a little pause there. So, Kate Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> you got very formal. We got something very formal there, didn't we? We got very formal. We were talking about the choir and how much I enjoy it and have done for 10 years. But we're going through a rather exciting trans... Oh, first of all... I just wanted to ask you something, and I meant to ask you earlier, but I might as well ask you while we're recording it. In the last couple of terms now, obviously I've had a guide dog for the last year, uh, so she now comes with me, doesn't she? Does, she does, yeah. Dinner. And I just wanted to ask you, is she, is she a, a distraction? Has she behaved herself? On the whole, yes, she's been an absolutely best-behaved dog. It's it's a delight to welcome her into the Cheddar Valley Singers community. She has caused, at times, some hilarity. Her timing does seem to be impeccable. So I cannot forget a recent rehearsal where, uh, I can't even remember what it was we were singing, but she, she lay on her back playing sort of dead dog, as if she was just uh, um, soaking up every single harmonious note as we went along. I don't, can you remember what the song was? I it was something about she died of a broken rib. Oh, she that did, was, yes, she died, that was it. She did, she did, she died. See how bad I am? She died of a broken rib. She did, she died of a broken, broken rib. rib. Fabulous. And there she was. And there she was. On the floor. Another time, she, she does have a, a penchant, uh, sadly, for eating chicken poo, which does make her have a very glossy bottom. <laughs> There was one. There was one lesson where we actually had to stop and open the door, and everybody was very nice. They kept saying, "It's Jackie, it's Jackie." And was what's slightly embarrassing is my very close friend Jackie Meldon is also in the queue, and she's not me. Yes. It's not me. <laughs> we had to point out it was the canine Jackie, and it not was the, the canine human, Jackie, yes. not the human da- Jackie. Well, it could have been. It could have been the human Jackie. You know how the, what they say. And we even had a session of singing specifically to Jackie the canine, didn't we? Because we sang, oh, "My dog is a good dog." We don't mind yes, Yes, my Just so that you know, she dog. felt fully included into the repertoire she choice. Did, she did, and then and well, we would both like to say that thank you very much for accepting this new item that's come into my life that comes everywhere with me because I, I remember. So, Kate, our choir, our adult choir, we're getting a new title. We are. We're rebranding. It we're sounds re-branding. very exciting. Essentially, to all sense and purposes, life will continue as as life has continued. It will be me waving my arms around at the front. It will be you lot chatting and me waiting. <laughs> no, it will be everybody else enthusiastic and ready to, to join in. But we are changing venue. We are going to move from King's Academy, as it now is, to Cheddar First School which for us means a bigger venue because we numbers of I mean it's fant- it's a fantastic position to be in that numbers increased to the point that when everybody arrives for a weekly session we we started to feel a little bit crowded didn't we particularly with a grand piano in the we front did. which takes and, up and and a farting dog and a and a farting dog um, <laughs> 
So yes, yeah, so we're going to have a bigger, bigger school hall. Which, do you know, if, if anything else, it means I can get the men to the front. Oh, they'll love that. They'll love that. They have enjoyed hiding at the back, and I would like to get them round the side so that. And our men are increasing, aren't they? Our men are increasing. Yes, um, it's great the numbers because remembering I've been with you right from the start. I I mean, I've seen it grow, Kate, and and that's that's all credit to you, and that's fantastic. Well, unfortunately, for our first session, I shall be in Iceland. But eating foal or one of the other wonderful delicacies they have out there. Lovely. Including gelled brains. Uh, But Mm. as soon as I do return, I can't wait to rejoin the choir. I'm really excited about it all. But I know, because we were talking about it earlier, you yourself not only have got this going on where we're very small, Fry, you've got some incredibly new, exciting venture cakes. If life wasn't busy enough... In my spare time, as I mentioned, going right back to my childhood, I've always sort of taken part in amateur dramatics. And since I first moved back to Somerset, because of where I was living with my parents at the time in Wookie, I became a member of Wells Little Theatre and started doing musicals and etc. on stage performing there. Well, I've now taken a huge, bigger step out off the stage, um, avoiding the orchestra pit, and are going to direct. So... This Christmas, if listeners, you are looking for a really family-friendly, joyous and uplifting show to come and see, then at the Wells Little Theatre from the 14th to the 21st of December will be Wind in the Willows, the musical. Wow. Um, and it's an absolutely brilliant show. And you're I'm, directing I'm this. directing it. Okay, that's I'm directing. So I've got a great team behind me to help. I saw the show in London a couple of years ago. Thought it was brilliant. It's written by um, Stiles and Drew and the book's by Julian Fellows. He of Downton Abbey. And Stiles and Drew are the people who are responsible for updating Mary Poppins. And also another show I was in years ago was Honk. They also wrote. Real fantastic mixture of musical styles so I will be as well as directing I won't quite be able to get my finger out of the choral side of things as well obviously doing what I do so my musical director luckily is very happy for me to sort of we're going to sort of team lead some of the singing sessions and it's just going to be a fantastic show yeah it's how real. are you going to fit it in you already were the busiest woman on the planet yes I know it's going to be a hectic time up to Christmas and then I might collapse in a small hole somewhere underneath your christmas tree underneath my christmas tree yeah well you're quite short like i am so you won't you'll be fine yeah that's true i can just lift a branch up tuck him behind the boring presents so kate just before we all go and get on with our day i'd love to just be able to let people know as somebody who has really appreciated the choir for the last 10 years if people want to join how do they do it? What's the contact? Lovely. So if, if you're an adult singer, you need to contact me at cheddarvalleysingers at gmail.com. And if you have got or you know of any youngsters so aged eight and above who would like to come along and, and sing, they meet on a Tuesday afternoon. You've talked about a Monday evening for Cheddar Valley Singers. But the junior section meet on a Tuesday after school at Fairlands Middle School. And for that, you'd contact me, voices at cheddarvalleymusic.co.uk. If you've got a teenage lad, I'm particularly on the lookout for encouraging and mm. our teenage lad Teenagers singers. Lads, they go meet on a Monday evening at quarter to six until half past six. 
And again, you could contact me on that Cheddar Valley Voices email. Voices. Well, there you go, folks. You have no excuse now. You come along and sing. Come along and sing. All ages. Absolutely. All ages. Come and sing with Kate. And can I say, Kate, as somebody who has really, really enjoyed the last 10 years and has gained so much from it on um, so many levels, can I thank you as one of your choir members? Thank you. My absolute pleasure. And thank you also from Draycott Diaries. Thank you. Just been listening to Draycott Diaries, recorded by me, Tiggy Trethowen, and edited by Jeff Farney. The music was arranged by Hugh Trethowen. Our podcast can now be found on iTunes and all other platforms, but please do check out our shiny new website, www.draycottdiaries.com. Mm-hmm.